Alright, so this week we've got the uh, age-old rivalry renewed. It's Carlton versus Richmond at the MCG on Thursday night. Odian, how would you say your uh, your, your favourite Carlton and Richmond memory is? Oh, I've got a few. Hit us. Um, the first game I ever saw was Carlton and Richmond. Had no idea what I was looking at. Hadn't seen the game before. Uh, it was at the MCG. Uh, about 60,000 people. And um, Carlton got up by about 51 points. And I was watching the likes of Jezza running around and uh, Armstrong and Collins and uh, Mark McClure had a beauty that day. Um, so, yeah, it's fond memories of Richmond games. Um, uh, 2011, I always like beating uh, beating our rivals by more than 100 points. There's something magical about the figure. And, um, you know, they actually uh, thought they had a hope going into that game. So... Uh, I'm pretty pleased with that one as well, mate. But uh, it, nothing beats 1982 grand final, does it? I don't know. Some people uh, have the 72 grand final as their favourite. But, I mean, 82 had it all, didn't it? It, it had a great win, um, kind of even against the odds in the second half. It had a streaker. I mean, and a, a relatively attractive female one at that. I mean, it had all the ingredients that every red-blooded young male, bearing in mind I was about seven at the time, um, I wasn't even alive. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> really are contributing nothing to this discussion. Greg can actually tell us what he thinks about the streaker. So, look, for mine, uh, th- there have been many good memories. I mean, we've had some good wins. Um, I mean, for a fun fact... Uh, Richmond's lowest winning per, uh, percentage against any Victorian club is against Carlton with only uh, 33%. Um, we've had 22 draws, though, against Richmond over the years, which is one of the highest. Um, so that's, that's just... It, it shows that we have a lot of close matches um, and none closer than last year, which is one of my favourites, incidentally, where... Uh, we were out of it. We, we, we were gone with 40 seconds to go and Brock McLean marks 45 uh, metres out and it's out of his range. Everyone knows that it's out of his range. The commentators are saying it's out of his range and he miskicks to Casbolt and it goes through and the crowd just erupts. And for me, that was, that's my favourite recent memory of... of uh, of the of all the matches we played against uh, Richmond, yeah, no. Okay, so it's uh, the round one match. Um, we've got uh, Richmond tomorrow night. It's going to be a big game. It's supposed to rain. The teams are out. Um, if we go through that, uh, Yaron, Jamison, Henderson, Tui, Diagon, Gibbs, Simpson, Carazzo, uh, Robinson, Judd, Walker, Garlett. Betts, Casbolt, Hampson, Cruiser, Murphy, McLean, they're all in. Um, and Armfield, Bootser, Joseph and Lucas on the interchange. How, how did you see the team? Uh, what what kind of surprises were there for you, uh, ODN? You might want to chuck the emergencies in there too. I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's It would have come up... My in bad, the... My Give bad. us a minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just impatient. Apparently, I forgot the emergencies, <laughs> and they'll be Bill, Layla, and Rose. Are you happy now? Oh, I'm, I'm plenty happy. <laughs> Finally, chirps up with something, and anyway. <laughs> <laughs> ODN, what were your thoughts on the team and uh, how they lined up? Oh, wookie, 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 mate. The, the boards have come alive uh, this evening. Um, the big issue seems to be uh, no Layla and um, and Bootsma in, and um, uh, which raises a question to, uh, with me when it uh, when I initially saw it and uh, didn't have time to process that information. Um, Mick's got a bit of a reputation for having favourites uh, when he was at uh, that other team who shall not be named. Um, he, he had some favourite players and uh, the fans often weren't happy with this, uh, certain selections. And um, uh, I'm just uh, I'm hoping that Labor hasn't lost favour of the coach. Um, I'm hoping there's other reasons for him uh, not being there. Um, uh, apparently, um, I'm told that the, the weather's going to be bad, uh, not too good in Melbourne, and you know, Lade's coming back from a knee injury and so forth. But by gee, if he's not our if he's not our real general down back, and uh, what we were missing last year, um, then uh, I'm not here. You know, uh, so it's 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 again, it's a wait and see proposition. But uh, I was channeling Marlon Brando when the, when uh, when I first saw the teams and. Uh, a uh, streetcar named Desire, and I was yelling out, Layla! But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we, will, uh, we will see um, if that ambition actually means anything. But if you, in terms of in terms of somebody giving a chop out to Jamison and Henderson, and we've got one of the most dangerous forwards in the league in Uwald down there, um, it, it, it's a bit of a concern. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. How the conditions are, and whether the ball's on the ground a lot, and we need more, we need more run, and whether uh, Laidler's uh, suspect knee was the reason for him being left out. Yeah, I'm surprised by that as well. I thought White might have been in the side. I thought he played okay during the NAB Cup, but uh, if Laidler wasn't going to play, I thought White would have been the logical choice to fill in there. Um, I didn't think Bootsma played that well at all, to be honest. I don't think he's useless, but I don't think he played well enough on form to be in the side. But obviously, uh, Mick thinks different. Dev. What's up? Have you got anything for us? Oh, maybe. All right. Then again. All right, what do you got, Mark? <laughs> how do you see this? All right. Um, I've got to say, don't like Bell being in the emergency. I got for mind he's got to be in there. Wet, especially if it's going to be wet, rainy night. Need a big body in there. It's going to smack people around. The guy's a train. Just run through people. You have Robo, Robo in there with him. Bodies are going to be everywhere. I agree with that. Yeah, and, and I would think that would be important. I think they might even wait to see the condition of the turf before uh, finalising the team. Um, I, I don't see any point in playing like Hampson or, uh, and Casbol as well as Cruiser on a wet, rainy night. I mean... Hampson is useless below his feet for the most part. I was um, going to mention that until until I started coughing. Then, which, so, <laughs> sorry that I sort of paused. Then that was which my is, bad. Which is pretty uh, pretty disgraceful for a guy who recruited um, who originally played soccer before coming across uh, to the AFL. Um, came down to pick the ball up though. Well, you could soccer it through. I mean, Dacos well, made a career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the way to go these days for most well, of them. Well, no. 
better off to pick it up. Well, that this is all true. And plus, um, he's a big dude, so it's a long what, way down. <laughs> what would you, you say? Six foot seven. <laughs> I am. It's a long way down. It it is a long way down. He's it's yeah, massive. Two hundred and two or two hundred or something. Depending I think on, it is, isn't it? Depending on what you look at and who you believe. Um, Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, so, how do you see the key matchups being? Uh, I'll ask ODN to start with. Um, I'm a little bit, uh, just despite the weather forecast, I'm a little bit concerned that we've only got five tolls on our side, and uh, Richmond have seven now. It's either going to work in our favour, or it's or it's going to it's going to backfire on us big time. And we've seen in the past that um, we've gone in one toll short. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense, doesn't it? One toll short, but we've. Um, and, it, and it's come back to bite, especially if we get a, uh, an injury um, early. So um, I'm not sure if, that's, uh, if that, that might even be a reason for somebody like Laidler or Rowe to come in late. And that's going to, as you said, it's going to depend on how the uh, ground's shaping up come game time. Um, in, terms of, uh, in terms of matchups, I'm not really worried about the, uh, the Richmond defence at all. Uh, they've got Chaplin in, and uh, he, he's, a, he's a solid player, but, you know, uh, he wasn't the best defender at Port, and Port didn't do that well anyway while he was there. So I'm, I'm sort of... Um, I'm, not, I'm not concerned, but having said that, we don't have, we don't have true experienced key forwards up, uh, up forward for us. So I think it's going to be... I don't think there's going to be a lot happening. Richmond will have our measure in the air, and we'll be relying again on uh, Betts, Garlett, and hopefully Walker to, to, to step in and and do their magic. So it's going to be ground level in the forward line again that we are uh, that we um, show our stuff. Um, in terms of uh, Richmond forward line, um, Rewalds, he's a he reads the he reads the play very well. He reads the flight of the ball very well. I'm not too worried about him being a stand and deliver gorilla type forward. I think Jamo, and I was hoping for Layla to be the, the, the be the one giving the chop out, but it'll have to be Dygan. Um, I think they'll have his measure if uh, if they're bombing it in long term. So um, he's going to do most of his uh, most of his damage just by reading the flight better or uh, or on the lead. Um, but uh, again, it's sort of um, it's a bit of a. Who else have they got though? That's the other thing that. Exactly. Exactly. I don't see no damage except for Rewalds. Well, and that's all I see. There's always a danger that Vickery or someone like that's going to come out and kick a couple. He did last time, um, but uh, Hampson was just a better foil at the other end as well. So, uh, they, there's a big big raps on Edwards as well, the former North guy. He's supposed to be able to kick a few. Um, he's, not, he's not named, though, is he? It's uh, Shane Edwards, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, we've got Dygan at uh, centre-half back. Uh, I think when the teams were announced on AFL live chat, uh, they clarified and said uh, it'll be S. Edwards. So, oh, really? Yeah, so he's named it uh, centre-half forward. So. I remember I read a comment today on our preview thread that was, uh, if it wasn't for Eddie Betts, we'd be favourites from a Richmond supporter. And I'm like, but you don't have Eddie Betts, so <laughs> I guess we're favourites then. You yeah. know. As, as we should be having won nine in a row. Look, you know, while we're talking about Richmond supporters, um, 
this is this is my only concern with this game. Uh, Richmond supporters are like the Terminator. All right, they predict victory, they get smashed, they get back up again, they predict victory again, and sooner or later it's going to happen. And then they're going to act like they're a mob of clairvoyance, and they're you know they're going to start a dynasty against us. So um, <laughs> it's it's it's. Uh, I'll be back. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> there it is. That 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 thirty three percent win loss ratio tells a different story, though. I mean, they might come back, they might not, and it might happen eventually. But the odds are way on our side of history is any indication. Wookie, it's it's. I'll draw an analogy with F1, with Formula One here, mate. The team orders have been set in concrete for the last five years. Carlton beat Richmond, and that's simple. All right. So if Carlton are unsuspecting, and if they're going to turn down their engines, then the Tiger Tigers could blind blind fight us. But you know, we just we we, we go in and we don't trust them, and uh, I, I just don't see uh, barring. <laughs> barring any small miracle, how Richmond can get over the top of us. Oh, well, it could happen, but history, and especially in the last five years, has shown we either win by five goals or less, or we win by 14 goals or more. So yeah. uh, there's no in-between for us. We, you know, It's either 30 points or less, or it's 80 points or more. And uh, you weren't banging on the table while you were ranting there, were you? Uh, no, no, but I, you want the emphasis. <laughs> I swear I could hear some Mick Malloy type shenanigans going on in the background there. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I expect um, microwave purchases to go up significantly on uh, Friday. Um, <laughs> so, what, are your, what are your tips for the for the uh, weekend, guys? How, how, how do you see us winning... By how much? The margin? Yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. That's the one? Dev that's what you're says for? not much, but when he does, it's... I'm on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, so your margins for the weekend, guys. Winning margin. Um, look, uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a few bets going on. I'll, I'll say, look, over 50. Jeez. I'll go 50 plus. Yeah. Uh, I'll say we smash him again. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was that confident. Um, <laughs> I think if the weather's going to be uh, going to be a factor, and you know the fact that we've got a, got the game plan and some uh, uh, the two year rebuild, apparently, uh, I think that um, I'll, I'll be happy with the winner by about three goals. Yeah, I'm predicting about twenty odd points myself. Um, it seems Boost to up. be it seems to be about what it uh, what it is when we get close. Um, aside from last, the last match we played, of course. And I, I, I think it was Footy Classified where um, Caro was talking about this whole thing of improvement where if they continue that arc, um, they should beat us this time. Not really taking into account that last time we played, half our reserves were in the side and uh, half the team didn't actually play, obviously. So I think that's a bit of a Don't miss. tell them that. Well, you know, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Dream. And, you know, uh, it was one of the excuses we had ready-made for that match if we lost. We didn't lose. And let's face it, when it comes down to it, I don't really care what we do for the rest of the year as long as we beat Richmond, Collingwood, Essendon. Um, if we make the finals, that's great. If we don't, 
we beat these guys and I'm still going to be relatively content with the season. Did you say North Melbourne in that? No, but I'd like to add Hawthorne for a change. I really would like Probably to should add that over to... the... Yeah, yeah, I think Hawthorne's got to be in there, mate. It's, uh, that's, that's, that's getting really embarrassing now. It does, it does put a bit of a lie to the whole... We've got... Well, Richmond have to beat us because it's their time. I mean, surely that's got to apply to us and Hawthorne now. I mean, we haven't beat them since 2003 or something, so... It's, uh, it's it, that's getting to be a bit of a joke as well. And I'd like us to beat Port Adelaide in round 23 as well, because uh, that was a bit of a disgrace as well. Yeah, the Gold Coast? <laughs> Can yeah. we shouldn't, shouldn't bring that up. Just many many that, disgraces yeah. last year. Uh, Gold Coast was one of them. Just leave that for Adam. Okay, guys, uh, thanks for that. It's time for... The Old Dark Navies and Board Talk, thanks to Bigfooty. Yeah, hey everybody. Listen, uh, make sure you get yourselves onto the boards. There's a fair bit going on at the moment. Uh, our football tipping competition, just for Bigfooty Blues, uh, is is still open. There's only been two games on so far, and uh, I suspect that a lot of us got most of those wrong, got those two wrong. Uh, oh, sure, no, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so get yourself in. It's not too late. Also, uh, Gordon Blue is uh, is running his very popular knockout footy tipping competition that closes uh, around about close of business tomorrow. So um, go and have a look at that. It, uh, it's great fun, and uh, and uh, we'll see if we can rustle up some sort of a token prize by the end of it. But uh, it, it's more about it's more about the fun. Uh, we're looking for people that want to come out, uh, want to come on the boards and review our games afterwards. Uh, we've got a lot of previews being done and people putting their hands up for that, but we also look forward to people doing a proper review of our games. Uh, we want you to come and vote for the Big Bigfooty Blues Player of the Year. Uh, that's another one running, and I believe, uh, I believe, Bookie, you might be running that one, mate. I am. I am running that. And yeah. that's too- that I'm looking forward to surprise. that this year. <laughs> um, and we'll be talking about that each week here, here on the podcast as well um, as those votes come in. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. And one last thing, just uh, anybody uh, trekking out to watch the Northern Blues, um, we always appreciate a little bit of uh, feedback as to how the players that didn't make the senior squad are going in those games. And... Uh, and particularly at the end of the year, we like to do review a player's whole season. So people that are trekking out there to see those games, they're sort of they're really important to our board, and uh, we'd like you to get there and let us know how, how everybody went, so we know what sort of selection headaches we might have in the future. Well, thanks for coming in, uh, everyone. Uh, old Dark Navies, thank you. No, thanks for having me, mate. It's been uh, it's been great. You've done a good job. <laughs> and devoid of caring, thank you for coming in. <laughs> It's right. I'll be here every week. <laughs> no, <it won't> be. <laughs> no one's going to notice either way, let's face it. Um, <laughs> I'm like a ghost. <laughs> no. I was almost talking to you, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look, we'll be back next Wednesday. Um, we'll be having a review of the match from this week. We'll be talking the player of the week um, and a whole host of other things. And in the meantime, we'll see you on the forums. Oh, right now, you'll be okay.